The holidays are drawing near, and it's so hard to believe that Christmas is less than two weeks away. As we approach the holidays, I thought it would be fitting to talk about how to take time off well. I know I'm guilty of it, and many working moms that I've talked to have expressed some of the same sentiments. It's hard to truly and fully step away from work. And yet, stepping away from work to spend time on the things that truly matter to us is vital. I want each and every one of you to lead lives filled with joy, and that's hard to do when you're working 24-7. Hello, and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. We're not alone in feeling like vacations are hard to squeeze into our busy lives. Studies show that only 68% of employees actually use all of their paid vacation days. And employees in the U.S. tend to only receive 10 days to begin with. Even crazier still is that despite the fact that employers are offering more time off than ever before, employees are actually using less of it. Between 1976 and 2000, the average American took approximately 20 paid days off. Today, that average has dropped to 17 days. In fact, estimates show that unused paid time off is equal to almost $151.5 billion. But why? Why don't employees take time off? Why don't you and I take time off? Some recent research examined three reasons why we tend to leave vacation days on the table. First, we might lack confidence in our ability to fully detach from work while taking a vacation. Second, we might expect negative outcomes, such as a vacation just being too expensive financially. And third, we might not expect positive outcomes, such as being able to truly relax. In this study, employees who held these beliefs were less likely to fully utilize their vacation days. Another reason we might not use our vacation days is something that us working moms are all too familiar with, guilt. Several industry reports have highlighted the role that employees' guilt plays in their decision to take or not take time off. Not surprisingly, one report found that female employees were more likely to cite guilt as a reason to not use their vacation days. In fact, 25% of female employees versus 20% of male employees. These feelings of guilt likely stem from feeling as though taking time off violates workplace norms. In other words, if you work in an organization where the culture is one of constant connectivity and availability, you might feel like you can't use your time off because taking that break will cause you to be viewed as less committed or less hardworking by your supervisors and your coworkers. However, despite all of this evidence, and maybe even some personal experiences with feeling like you can't take time off, 
there is actually a vast amount of research in support of taking vacation and using that paid time off. Constantly dealing with work demands and stressors can take a toll on our bodies and lead to even diminished health and well-being. Vacations give us a chance to take a step back, and they are linked to short-term increases in life satisfaction and decreases in exhaustion and physical health complaints. Not to get too dramatic here, but taking advantage of your paid time off could even save your life. Yes, you heard me say that right. One study found that female employees who took fewer vacations were more at risk of heart attacks and cardiac death. Other benefits of taking vacation include increased resilience, better perspective on work and life, and increased creativity in how you approach work problems when you return. Have I convinced you to take a vacation yet? If so, we simply need to address the concerns that I laid out a few minutes ago. We need to become more confident in our ability to truly detach. We need to release any fears about negative consequences. And we need to mindfully embrace the positive outcomes that a vacation could have for us and our families. In preparing for this episode, I scoured the internet and read half a dozen Harvard Business Review articles so that I could provide you with some vacationing best practices. So here is a combination of the things I've learned. First, let's talk about how to best prepare for a vacation. The first step is to plan ahead. Preparing well for some much needed time off includes making a plan. If you've been following me for long, you know that I love planning. And I love it because it's so impactful in moving our lives in the direction that we want them to go. Now, this might be a bit difficult for the upcoming holiday, since we're only like a week or two away from it. But once you decide that you want to use some of your vacation days, put it on the calendar. Make a plan for it. You'll be much more likely to follow through if you've planned to take that time off than if you just leave it up to the spur of the moment. Next, you want to prioritize. Make time a few weeks before your scheduled time off to take a look at your workload and get clear on your priorities. Which items absolutely need to be done before you leave? Make a list of the prioritized tasks and then show it to your manager or your supervisor and get their feedback on it. Then stick to those priorities. Deviating from that is only going to result in feeling frazzled and overwhelmed when it comes time to actually leave the office. The third step is to delegate. Make sure that you let your boss and your coworkers know that you plan to be out of the office. And not only that you'll be gone, but also that you're going to totally unplug. Depending on your job, it might make sense to find a person or two who can handle anything that might come up while you're gone. It could also be helpful to nominate someone who will contact you in the case of an emergency. This means that you can better unplug during your time off and ignore all the emails or messages that come in unless they come from this one specific person. Knowing that nothing is going to fall through the cracks while you're away will go a long way in helping you truly relax during your vacation. Step four, straighten up. And I don't mean your posture. I'm talking about your office. It seems simple and maybe even a little bit silly, 
But having a nice and neat office to return to will work wonders in easing you back into work. My husband and I have been practicing this for a really long time. Every time we travel, we clean the house top to bottom. We do the laundry, we clean the toilets, we mop the floors. And it's amazing to come home from a long trip to absolutely no chores. The same thing works for your office space. As a professor, I like to deep clean my office before every summer break, which is typically when we take our vacations. It might feel like a waste of time right now when you're trying to prepare to leave and take care of all those priorities, but your future, fully relaxed post-vacation self will thank you. Step five is to communicate. Set up an out-of-office automatic email response. Depending on your company culture, you could get pretty creative with these. The ones that I like best indicate that one, you are out of the office, two, that you are unplugged, three, they include specific dates for when you're going to be gone, four, they provide a contact person in case of an emergency, and five, they instruct contacts to reach back out after your return date. That last one is key because it means that you don't really need to check all of your unread emails upon returning. If it's important enough, they will reach back out at a later date. Okay, so following those steps should help you prepare better before you actually take your vacation. Now we're going to talk about how to best enjoy your vacation while you're gone. First, you need to get clear on your intentions for your vacation. A quick way to ruin a vacation is to go in without any idea of what you want to get out of it. Is this vacation supposed to be a time of rest and relaxation? Is the focus on spending time with your kids? Or are you simply aiming to gain a new experience or go on an adventure? Of course, it can be more than one of these, but the idea is that you identify it, anticipate it, and you're mindful of it throughout the whole vacation. Not only will this give you guidance on which activities to say yes to while you're on vacation, but it will also help you be more satisfied with your vacation after it's over because you know that it met your expectations. Number two, unplug. Technology is great until it isn't. It is so hard to fully step away from the world of work when we can be constantly connected no matter where we go. Unplugging, and I mean fully unplugging, is one of the best things you can do during your vacation. Last winter, we went skiing, and I made a point to not turn on my phone or laptop unless absolutely necessary. And let me tell you, it was amazing. It was almost as though time has stood still. I couldn't believe how much more relaxed I was and how many fun things we were able to squeeze into the day when I wasn't being distracted by work or social media. If you're not able to fully unplug, at least set boundaries around it. For example, you could tell yourself that you were going to work from 8 to 10 each morning and then put the gadgets away for the rest of the day. Step three, be mindful. I've mentioned before how practicing mindfulness can make it feel like time slows down. And who doesn't want to make their vacation last as long as possible? Take notice of the smells around you. Since it's Christmas, maybe there's smells of fir trees and cinnamon or peppermint. 
Pay attention to the sounds, such as children laughing and jingle bells and packages being torn open. Consider the taste of your vacation. Maybe it's spiced wine and baked ham or candy canes. And embrace the sensations of the sharp winter breeze on your face. Or maybe it's a warm breeze coming off the ocean because you're at the beach. Embrace that feeling of laughing so hard it hurts and being around people who you love. Making mental notes such as these helps our brain to create beautiful memories of this vacation and can leave us feeling like we've truly escaped. And then finally, get away. Although staycations are much less expensive, do your best to get away from your mundane everyday experiences. When you stay home, you don't escape the chores around your house. There's always a reminder that you need to be doing something. And you can even be reminded by certain spaces, such as your home office, that you could be working instead of enjoying your vacation time. This is particularly difficult with the pandemic because so many of us are working at home. If you absolutely can't go anywhere, at least try to minimize the reminders by putting your laptop away out of sight or make a point to get out, either by going out into nature, out to a park or out hiking somewhere, or even somewhere in your local city where you wouldn't normally go. Okay, so now we want to move on to talk about how you can ease back into work after you've had this wonderful, relaxing vacation time. The first step is to make another plan. Yes, you heard that right. We're planning again. I told you, I love planning. I like to do this the day before I return to work or even just make sure I've planned for that first day back at work to be a planning day. During this time, you're going to consider what's on your plate for the week. Take a few minutes to touch base with your supervisor or coworkers who were covering for you. Thank them for covering for you and ask them if there's anything that you need to take care of. Also, check your email to see if anything important needs to be addressed. Again, if you set up your out of office message correctly, you shouldn't need to worry too much about the emails that you missed. Having a plan of attack is going to be so helpful in easing back into work after taking some time off. The second step is to reset your priorities. Before you jump headfirst into work, take some time to reevaluate your priorities. Vacations are really great at putting things into perspective for us. It could be that some of the things you thought were priorities a few weeks ago truly just aren't that important to you anymore. Make a list of tasks that absolutely need to be done and the tasks which are simply just things that you'd like to do and then stick to those. And then finally, step three is to schedule your next vacation. Friends, I hope that this episode is helpful for you and that it inspires you to fully embrace your time off this holiday season or at least on your next vacation. If you enjoyed this episode, would you consider leaving a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts? I sincerely read each and every one of these reviews that come in, and they just make my heart so happy to know that the things that I share on here are helpful for you in your everyday life. Also, if you think that you know someone who might enjoy this show, would you send it to them and share it with them? 
You could simply text them the link to the show, or you could even screenshot this podcast and post it on your Instagram or Facebook stories. I would love to reach more women with this message of living a simple and beautiful and joy-filled life. Happy holiday, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the Elegant Balance Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future conversations. Also, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you, friends, and have a beautiful, joy-filled week.